Good morning. morning. Welcome to St. Paul's on the 16th Sunday after Pentecost. We will begin our service on page 2 inside your bulletin. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, you declare your almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace, that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. May be seated for the reading. A reading from Amos. Alas for those who are at ease in Zion, and for those who feel secure in Mount Samaria. Alas for those who lie on beds of ivory and lounge on their couches, and eat lamb from the flocks and calves from the stall, who sing idle songs to the sound of the harp, and like David, improvise on instruments of music, who drink wine from bowls and anoint themselves with the finest oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, they shall now be the first to go into exile, and the revelry of the loungers shall pass away. The word of the Lord. We will read Psalm 146 responsibly. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in rulers, nor in any child of earth, for there is no help in them. When they breathe their last, they return to earth, and in that day their thoughts perish. Happy are they who have the God of Jacob, for their help, whose hope is in the Lord their God. Who made heaven and earth, the seas, and all that is in them, who keeps his promise forever. Who gives justice to those who are oppressed, and food to those who hunger. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord cares for the stranger. He sustains the orphan and widow, but frustrates the way of the wicked. The Lord shall reign forever, your God, O Zion, throughout all generations. Hallelujah. A reading from 1 Timothy. There is great gain in godliness combined with contentment. For we brought nothing into the world, so that we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. But as for you, man of God, shun all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness, Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God, who gives life to all things, 
and of Christ Jesus in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession. I charge you to keep the commandment without spot or blame until the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will bring about at the right time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. It is he alone who has immortality and dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. As for those who in the present age are rich, command them not to be haughty and to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but rather on God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, generous and ready to share, thus storing up for themselves the treasures of a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of the life that really is life. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus covered with sores who longed to satisfy his hunger with all that fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs would come and lick his sores. The poor man died and was carried away by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was being tormented, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. He called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in agony in these flames. But Abraham said, Child, remember that during your lifetime you received your good things, and Lazarus in like manner evil things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in agony. Besides all this, between you and us a great chasm has been fixed, so that those who might want to pass from here to you cannot do so, and no one can cross from there to us. He said, Then, Father, I beg you to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may warn them so that they will not also come into this place of torment. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. They should listen to them. He said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to them, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Boy, wasn't I the lucky one this Sunday. (laughs) Today's Gospel reading from Luke tends to make folks uncomfortable. This parable makes people uncomfortable for a few reasons. It talks about wealth and poverty. It talks about Hades and angels. And it talks about the rules of the wealthy and the poor being switched. These reasons are at the heart of so many conversations that I have had as a deacon. They are uncomfortable. That is, if the concept of justification by grace through faith is the lens with which you read this parable. You see, a parable is just that. A parable. Parables as I understand them, are not told to give me a complete theological system or to address 
ultimate questions once and for all. No, parables are glimpses into the kingdom of God. They have nuggets of God's logic woven in them. They usually end up surprising me and, yes, making me feel uncomfortable. So, today's parable of the wealthy man dressed in fine purple linen and feasting on delicious food and the stark contrast of Lazarus lying by the gate covered in sores, longing for whatever fell from the rich man's table, does both for me. You see, when I first read this parable, on its surface, it seemed to be giving us God's logic about how one gets to heaven and gets to Hades. However, a parable is not usually about what's on the surface. So, it brought up some questions for me, like, if the concept of justification by grace through faith is applied, where does grace show up? And is this logic telling us that our deeds done and left undone on this earth is what God uses to apply judgment? And am I surprised that God's logic has been and always will be unrelenting care and compassion for the poor? And the biggest question yet, is this parable really about any of what I just mentioned? This last question made me read this parable several times and try to explore it from different avenues. I read it and tried to put myself in the role of the wealthy man, then in the role of Lazarus. Then again, I read it with an attempt to put myself in the role of Abraham, each time diving deeper into the glimpses of the kingdom that may be offered. I would read it at night during vacation. Then I read it a few more times when I got home. But during these readings, I found myself placing myself in the role of one of the rich man's brothers. This wasn't an intentional act, like when I deliberately read with myself in the different roles I mentioned. No, this was more of a mindset that came over me. When the rich man asked Abraham to send Lazarus to his five brothers and warn them, I could almost hear Abraham's words being spoken. They have Moses and the prophets. They should listen to them. And again, after the man says, if someone who was raised from the dead goes, that will convince them and they will repent. Abraham saying, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. These responses given by Abraham truly shook me to my core. They were like a slow burning flame that kept getting larger with each time I read it. I couldn't figure out for the life of me why these responses were grabbing me and hitting me in the way they were. They seemed irrelevant when I read this parable several times during my vacation. Why are they grabbing me now? Then, on Wednesday, I was busy running around instead of working at the food pantry. I forgot to take my medications and I had to return home after picking up the donated food from Kroger's and delivering it to the food pantry. 
I then took a van full of clothing to St. Christopher's. It was then, as I was pulling out of St. Christopher's parking lot, that that nagging itch about Abraham's responses got scratched. It was like my mind found the last piece to a puzzle and the picture became clear. Abraham wasn't just talking to the wealthy man. He was talking to all of humankind. Everyone that was hearing this parable to everyone today. This parable for me is telling me that I have, the, I have read the words of Moses and I have read the words of the prophets. I have read and believe the story of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who was killed because of his care and compassion for the poor. I believe Mary's encounter at Jesus' tomb that, in fact, Christ rose from the dead. I myself have heard these words from Abraham. This clarification led me to the understanding that all Christ's followers have heard these responses that Abraham gave to the wealthy man. Everyone is one of the rich man's brothers. Everything the rich man wanted from Abraham has already been given. The warnings from Moses and the prophets, the teachings of Christ, and the rising of Christ from the dead, and humans are still not convinced to repent and follow Christ's teachings. They are at best ambivalent to the needs of the poor, and at worst, know them and only care about their own needs and desires, and do not care about fellow humans enough to change the way of living and of being. This hit me right in my chest. Just like today, I have stood among you and in this pulpit preaching of God's teachings and the good news of the Gospels several times over the years. I have preached, and most definitely will continue to preach, that we are to love God and love our neighbors, fellow humans. Because this is where the unearned, unachieved, an incomprehensible gift of God's grace comes in. We are given grace upon grace so that we may as well continue our journeys into diving deeper into the parables and get glimpses of the kingdom of God and learn and change from God's logic. Amen. Let us stand and reaffirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, life from life, true God from true God, begotten, not made of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again. 
in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Remembering especially Justin, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, Brian, our bishop, Johnny, our rector, Chris, our deacon. In our diocese, the Episcopal School of Knoxville and the St. John's Cathedral, Knoxville. In our companion diocese of South Dakota, Calvary Cathedral, Sioux Falls. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy. Guide the people of this land and all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours. Grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy. Remembering Sister, Becky, Jack, Stephanie and family, Margaret, Bill, Brianna, Louisa, Alan and Lisa, Mariana, Martha, Beth, Lily, Sam, Elizabeth, Rick, Alex, George, Jay, John, Kimberly, Kim, Mark, Kelly, Thomas, Deanna, Jackson, Kathy, Tony, Jonathan, Dawn, Senior, Madge, Sean, Brayden, Heather, Wanda, Patricia, Logan, Carly, Lisa, Gary, Jean, Hope, Ray Allen, Kim, Don and Diane, Carissa, Matt, Ray, Richard, Sherry, Fred, Caitlin, Selena, our food pantry guests and their families. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy. We commend to your mercy all who have died, especially Carissa Silver, that your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Yeah. 
O Lord our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Please stand. Friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you. Please show one another signs of peace. Seat. The uh, announcements are in your bulletin on page 13. Um, Good morning. It's good to see you all here. It's nice that it's uh, cooler outside and it feels like we're getting into the fall. Um, We have a few announcements now that fall is upon us. Uh, We have uh, one from Todd Dugan. He's going to come up and remind you all of our stewardship season. Hello again. Hello. I hope you got a letter from me this week. Um, If you did not, so if you're new and we don't have your address, I will always have stewardship letters and cards with me for the coming weeks. So look me up after the service, and I'm happy to give you one. And then if if that's the case, go ahead and give me a piece of paper with your address, and that way we can get it in the database. So you should have these. I've got them here. If you have questions, let me know. Thank you. And Chris has an announcement about our Halloween party. We are actually going to get to have our Halloween party this year. Um, on Friday, October 21st, beginning at 6.30 and lasting till 9.30, we're going to have lots of good food, games, prizes. Um, we have a DJ that had been paid for for about two and a half years. And um, it is going out to the day school. Um, there's going to be flyers distributed, I hope. And we're just going to come together and celebrate and just have a good time, and I strongly, strongly request that you come in costume. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Chris and Mike Malcolm are going to have a dance-off between the two of them, so (laughs) get ready for that. Um, We have uh, uh, kind of getting ahead of the game. uh, uh, The Feast of St. Francis of Assisi is October fourth, I believe. And uh, we usually around that time have a pet blessing. Um, so Sunday, October 9th will be our pet blessing following EYG. So around two o'clock, bring your pets to the fenced in yard over here. It kind of works as a dog run. Uh, if you all want to bring your pets, we'll have a brief liturgy of pet blessing and maybe some refreshments out there and some time together with our beloved creatures. So uh, that will be October 9th, two o'clock following our EYG uh, our EYG gathering that Sunday. Um, the um, snakes, Father Johnny will be glad to bless them. Yeah, yeah, please, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, don't bring weird stuff. Um, the uh, <laughs> uh, there's a couple announcements in there about the bazaar workshops, and bake sale, and things like that. Pay attention to those. Um, those help support uh, ministries in the area. Um, we are trying to give away the bazaar funds that we that we bring in. Uh, 
so that we can support uh, different ministries in the area like KCMC and um, and, and others that we have supported over the years. So uh, please uh, pay attention to those things. Um, the Advent Reflections have, have nearly filled up. Uh, we have a few few spots available, so go sign up for the Advent Reflections uh, if you would like to do that. They're on the uh, altar out in the narthex. There's also sign-ups for soup to bring for our um, study time, or for our, for our Wednesday evening confirmation and Christianity 101 classes. So uh, join us for those. That sign-up sheet is also out on the altar there. We had a good discussion this first time. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we had uh, we had a good uh, discussion this past Wednesday. We'll have another one this coming Wednesday. We'll skip a week and then we will uh, resume with the chapters of the book that we have assigned. Um, I have copies of that book. If you would like one, see me after the service. If you uh, attended and 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 uh, asked me for a copy of the book, I have those here. So so just come see me for that. Um, and then uh, so lastly, next week not not this coming week, but the following week. Um, uh, I will be out of town. Um, I have to go to Disney World, so that is happening uh, October second through through the eighth, um, and so I will be back uh, for for the ninth that Sunday. But but that week of uh, first week of October, I'll be out, so we won't have our regular uh, uh, Wednesday Bible study and our Tuesday evening Eucharist will be will be off for that week. Um, so just want to give you all a heads up about that. Please pray for me as I go in the belly of the beast. Um, any other announcements for the good of the group? Yes, thank you. Birthdays and anniversaries. Are there any birthdays or anniversaries to bless and celebrate? I know uh, James Barton has one going here. Mary Jo, come on up. Is this birthday? He seemed really hesitant, so I was like, I don't know if he's... <laughs> you got a birthday too? Oh, you weren't in the bulletin. Okay, so I... All right, here we go. All right. We got four birthdays. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Watch over your children, O Lord, as their days increase. Bless and guide them wherever they may be. Strengthen them when they stand. Comfort them when discouraged or sorrowful. Raise them up if they fall. And in their hearts may your peace, which passes understanding, abide all the days of their lives. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us in offering and sacrifice to God. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. For you are the source of light and life. You made us in your image and called us to new life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you and your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and to death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. 
Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and glory, Gifts of God for the people. Turning to your post-communion prayer, let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. May God, the Holy Trinity, make you strong in faith and love, defend you on every side, and guide you in truth and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.